zusammen. Es ist sehr, sehr früh am Morgen. Und heute möchte ich mal schauen, was hinter den Kulissen von ICF Zürich so alles abgeht. Weil also, lass uns mal reingehen und mal den Leuten harte Fragen stellen, was sie eigentlich alles da machen an einem Sonntag. Also, ab in die samsung Hall. Komm! Wie viele Autos wichsen du durch? Keine Ahnung, 200, 300. So, Grüzi, ich würde gerne meinen Sohn einchecken im Kinderexpress. Geht das? Ja, kein Problem. Hier ist das Label. Es hat ein bisschen schnell gewachsen. Ich weiß auch nicht warum. Also, Kleber rauf und dann geht's ab in den Kinderchurch. Das ist mega cool. Eh? Wow, danke. Hallo, welcome home. Wie heißt du? Eduardo. Also, wir stehen hier in der ICF-Bar und mich nimmt das Wunder, wie viele Kaffees verkaufen die da effektiv. Äh, hallo, wie heißt du? Hallo, ich bin der Stefan und wir verkaufen etwa 350 Kaffees. Äh, ich hätte gerne eine italienische Übersetzung. Geht das? Guten Morgen, ja, das haben wir. Ein Stück brauchst du oder hast du noch Freunde hier? Ich höre Italienisch. So, was macht ihr im Notfall, wenn es hier brennt in der Samsung Hall? Also wenn es brennt, geht es heiß zu und her, aber wir haben eine Strategie. Ich kann dir sagen, wir gehen sofort zum Sammelplatz und kühlen uns dort ein bisschen ab. Hey, hallo, die Celebration beginnt ja in vier Minuten. Du bist ja schon, äh, schon länger hier? Ja, ich bin schon seit sechs Stunden hier. Sechs Stunden? Was hast du gemacht vor sechs Stunden? Ja, wir haben die Stühle aufgestellt und alles rundherum aufgebaut. Das sind die Leute mit viel Muskeln. Mal, wie viele Stunden hast du schon geübt oder geprobt, dass du so gut geworden bist? Also ich spiele schon seit etwa zehn Jahren Gitarre, ein bisschen mehr wahrscheinlich pro Woche. Seit ich im ISF Zürich bin, so vier bis fünf Stunden in der Woche übe ich. Leo, ich bin zum ersten Mal hier und ich würde mich gerne anchecken. Wie geht das? Herzlich willkommen, Leo. Ja, ich müsste kurz deinen Namen wissen, deinen Nachname. Du bist jetzt offiziell eingecheckt und äh, wünsche dir viel Spaß. Oh, danke. Geh den, danke. Einfach hier links. Wie viele so Gerichte gibt es da raus? Ungefähr 150 pro Sonntag. Wow, das war mega inspirierend, so ein Gottesdienst. Es hat mich wirklich total geflasht. Hoppla, oh, äh, Achtung. Wow, das ging ja schnell. Boah, crazy. Ich bin gerade verbunden worden mit einer Small Group. Das ging mega, mega schnell. Ich bin so begeistert über diesen heutigen Tag. Es sind so viele Frauen und Männer, die mitarbeiten, ehrenamtlich als Volunteers. In unserer Church, wenn ich das heute, wenn ich du deine Gaben, deine Fähigkeiten, deine Leidenschaft hingeben würdest. Und ich bin so dankbar für die Church, weil ihr macht einen großen Unterschied. Natürlich konnte nicht jede Person filmen und Fragen stellen, aber dennoch möchte ich dir einfach Danke sagen für dein großes Investment. I love the Church. Bye bye.
Yes, I love the church as well. Welcome from my side. And today we celebrate Volunteer Sunday and we keep focusing on what volunteering means and, and what we all illustrate as a whole church. I, I am so pleased to see how many people are involved so that a church service can be as it is. Started from the one who gifts move to the parking lot and all these people you never you will never see at at the whole celebration but they do an amazing job and my heart is so blessed and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who give in your part and make the church the way it is and today I would like to speak about the six values we have in church these are specific characteristics that we as a whole church and especially also the volunteers illustrate how we are how we think how we act and also so how what we believe and this makes the church very beautiful so Leo now is in Bandung already in Indonesia. He has his first message today, or he had, because they are ahead of the time. And uh, next week he will be at Hillsong, Sydney, and I will join him on Wednesday. I will fly to Australia, and then the, the around-the-world trip starts, our summer trip. But nevertheless, he is here now on screen, and he explains where we got the idea of these six values. And if you are longer here at ICF, you may have heard the styles of, of our church. And we developed the styles. We added some stuff that we found after some years are missing. And that's why we call them now values, six values. He explains us what story of, from the Bible that inspired us and starts um, right away with the first one, excited. Hey church, I'm super excited because you give, you're giving your hands and your feet for the local church. And I really believe from the bottom of my heart that the church is the hope of the world. Of course, not the building or not the structure. It's the content. And the content is Jesus Christ because there's no other foundation than the name of Jesus Christ whom we really serve. For us as a volunteer, as a whole church, we lead the church by values. Values is who we are. And I think a great example, a great story is actually the King uh, Solomon, uh, one day a queen of Sheba, she came and she said, I heard about the fame and your beautiful temple and I want to really know why the temple is so beautiful and why you love the Lord with, with your, with, from the bottom of your hearts. And we came up with six points how we want to lead our church by values. The point number one is authenticity. We walk our talk. She asked him very hard questions. She tested him. Just pause for a moment and think when you came for the very first time to a church, you're sitting there, you were a little bit nervous, you had no clue what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you see the people there smiling, they're praising Jesus. You hear the message, it's quality, that's the coffee. People greet you, people hug you, they pray for each other. That's an amazing atmosphere. But then, of course, you come to the point you want to ask yourself, a really deep question is this re really real is this real or is this just a show 
And when we started our church, I always said to, to the people, we don't play church. We are the church. I really believe we should, we cannot preach water and we, then we drink wine. And the words I use on stage are the same words I use at home. And I lead my the church the same way as I lead my family. That means we walk our talk. And I think it's okay that people asking for the very first time, is this real? And we are authentic, we are the real deal, and we walk the talk, and I believe if we do this, people will be attracted, because at the end of the day, we're not doing a show, we're not playing church, because we are the church, and the church is Jesus Christ, and we honor Christ, because we are super, super honest. Yes, we walk the talk. This was the first uh, value. The second one is relevant. We are at the heartbeat of time. So... Um, no, first I show you a picture. It's Leo's favorite when it comes to um, the heartbeat of time. You see, this is the quote of the Pope, 2005, and the difference in 2013. The difference is that everyone in 2013, or almost everyone, had a smartphone, and it changed the way we communicate because the culture changed. And that's why we always keep up with the heartbeat of time and ask ourselves, how can we deliver the message in a, in a way that fits to the heartbeat of time because we want to be relevant. Uh, we have such a precious message and we want to deliver the message at the heartbeat of time. So a couple years, maybe two years ago, Leo came up with the idea and said to myself, um, honey, you read so many things and your, your head is full of stories and full of um, what you experience with God. You need something to deliver it. Not only fill yourself, but also have an output. Why don't you do some podcasts? So ever since I do podcasts for a message about three or four minutes every week, and so while I was at my old home, we moved in now in a new apartment, as you have maybe heard the story. We, um, at my old apartment, I got a new neighbor. And uh, one day when I came home from my one hour walk, I do that every day. And I had to ask her some questions about the garage. And then she said, um, I saw that you are very active on the internet. I said, did you? I mean, my husband is much more active on the internet. But um, she kept on speaking and said, uh, do you come from your one hour walk? And I wondered, how do you know that? And she said, I Googled you. I saw your podcast yesterday. And uh, I was thinking, what kind of podcast did she see that she could see that I am from my one hour walk? And then I went home, I Googled my own podcast and to see which one, because she said, I recognize the neighborhood area. So it was very familiar to me. I found my podcast and here is a part of it. When I take one hour walk with my Bible verses, I have always something to encourage others. And if you do the same, whatever way you find to, to read the Bible or to get in contact with Jesus, to connect with Him, you will have always something to be an encouragement for others. God bless you. Bye-bye. And enjoy the beautiful day. Isn't that interesting? 
she saw that podcast one day ago while she saw me the next day exactly with the same clothes coming back from my one hour walk. She saw that I not only speak about something, but I live it and I could find a relevant way to express my thoughts. The platform is not only here on stage, but each and everyone has a platform and we can be on, at the heartbeat of time to, to just deliver the message because this neighbor, this former neighbor, probably would never come to church, but she got the message because of the, of the heartbeat of time way to deliver the message. So this is another value we have and we embody. And it doesn't matter if you work at the bar, if you are a volunteer with uh, wherever, downstairs, or even if you are a volunteer during the week. Did you know that we have 220 volunteers each Sunday, they keep running the celebrations we have. And, and the volunteers working during the week as small group leaders or as um, administrative at, at the church office, they are not even counted in. So we have so many people and each and every ministry illustrates and embodies these, these values in their own way according their ministry. Relevant at the heartbeat of time. The third one is another one from, from um, Leo, and now I mix them. It's now the excellent part, and you see the clip from Leo. Value number three is excellent. We give our very best for God. In verse four to five, when Queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's wisdom for herself, the palace that he had built, she was breathless. With other words, she said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I believe quality, it's always something uh, out of the heart of God. It means we give our five loaves and two fish because when Jesus said to the disciples, feed the crowd, they said, oh God, uh, there's no grocery store, no micro, no little, no Aldi, nothing. How can we do that? And say, go and feed them. And they came back with five loaves of, of bread and two fish and Jesus said, okay, no big deal, feed them. And I believe I give my very best when I play the guitar or if I sing or if I greet the people or if I'm in a counseling team or in my, in my booking team or preaching team or small group team, we give the very best to God because I believe this is like we honoring, we trust that God is the most important thing in our lives. The same thing with my money. The first uh, money I give away is a tithe. I say to God, you come first. Or the first day of the week is not Monday, it's Sunday. That's why I'm going to the house of God, to the Lord. I want to meet God there and I know he will speak to me. And another thing is God has given me some talents and abilities and I will use those abilities and talents for his church. And I believe excellence is actually comes out of our hearts to give God the very, very best. And if you do that, the world will be amazed of the quality and how beautiful the church is. Yes, this is all about excellence. And the next value is about general, no, it's about hospitality. We as a church are hospitable. And when I was preparing the message, I was thinking about only one person, not only one, but a person that is in my small group and she is the right one to um, talk about hospitality. Ladina, thank you so much for sharing how you live in your own life and at church hospitality. Yeah, probably. Should I take this one? Or... <clears throat> ah, 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> to me, hospitality means that the people in my, in my environment feel welcome, feel loved and accepted. One of my passion is to decorate our flat. I love when people feel welcome and feel home when they come to our place. What I also love to do is to, to make them a beautiful, nice and good smelling cappuccino. Last summer, I saw a mother on our playground. We lived just next to the playground and I had the feeling that I have to bring her a coffee. So I did that and she looked at me, she was so surprised. And she couldn't believe that I bring her a coffee because we didn't know each other. But my heart, I think my heart was even more thankful because I saw her eyes, they were sparkling and they were so happy because of this little coffee. But for me, hospitality not just happens at home or in our neighborhood, it happens as well at church. My husband and I, we led um, ICF Winter Tour for about seven years. And to me, it was always important that the people who enter this building, that they could feel they are welcome, they are loved, and they are accepted. For me, practically, it meant that I helped maybe to put away the pram or talk with the children and help them. <coughs> Sorry, I have something in my throat. <laughs> to help them just whatever they needed. And now in ICF Zurich, I'm at the Kids Welcome Team and I love doing that. Because we are one of the first people the family see every Sunday. And maybe you know it can be quite stressed out if you come to church with your children until they have finished their tantrum every Sunday, you're quite stressed out. But um, every Sunday as well, new families are visiting the church and they have no idea what they have to do or how to take in their children and how good is it if you can take them by your hand and check in their kids and show them where they have to drop off their children. I think it will give them um, a safety and they know that children have a good time at ICF Kids and they can enjoy the celebration. And to me, this is hospitality. Doesn't matter where I am, I want to spread this feeling of welcome home. Oh, thank you so much, Ladina. Great job, thank you so much. This is when I see Ladina, when she speaks, I feel so home, I feel so accepted, I feel so loved. She spreads it out. And imagine each and every one of us have something to give and to add to that value to, so we can illustrate what we believe, what we think, what, what, what church is all about and give a picture for the people how God is. Not only with a message from stage, but with a message of our own life. So the next value is all about excited. <laughs> yeah, now it comes the excited one. And uh, I would like to read you, the church we build is a joy to go to, not hard to sit through. Is it? No, it's, it, it's just I am said that. Because maybe you experience church as very boring or as hard to endure or hard to go to. And we have a different mindset. We said, no, church is a joy to go. And it, it not happens by accident. It's a decision. Several years ago, while the boys were, were um, younger, about age 
8 and 10, we had to decide how we do and handle Christmas because Leo as a pastor have has to be at church for Christmas, but that means um, a lot of celebrations he had to do. And uh, I, as a mom with the two children, was at home, but he split at our family. And because we don't believe that we have to endure church, Leo started to think and pray how he can change that and make church an excitement for the whole family. So he decided to involve the whole family. But back 10 years, Stefan, like age of eight or seven, was not able to have a message. But you know what he was? He was a shepherd, had to say nothing, but he was a shepherd and walked behind Dave and has a part had a part back then. And I can can tell you, I have never experienced such a fulfillment with the whole family and all of a sudden I realized working, volunteering for a church is not um, that I feel sorry for all who has to do the work, but it's a, it's a fulfilling of your heart that you cannot pay with any money. And so I am so excited what we experience at church. Many people, they worked as a volunteer and they realized that they are gifted in certain areas they had no idea about. Gifted in writing, gifted in leading, gifted in, in whatever area because they were volunteering at church, beginning at one place and then realizing, hey, wow, this is a talent I have, this is a passion I have and developed and now also have companies outside because what they learned inside the church. For example, our son, um, one of our sons, he at age of eight, he had already a dream that he will become um, a movie director. And uh, this video I show you now, it's actually more for me, but I would like to share it with you. This is, this is about 11 years ago, and now he works at ICF Kids, and you may think, oh, what has it to do with that dream? But we know as a family that here at ICF Kids, he can add some skills. He would never, he, he cannot do any, any apprenticeship or any to learn that, what he learns right now at ICF Kids, and I am so happy thankful that we have a church that matters, that we have a church not only to endure, but to be excited about it and be proud about it because it's, we, we illustrate for everyone the love of Jesus and Jesus himself. And the last point is generous. And I would like to read you the Bible verse from 1 King 10, verse 13. There it says, King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for, besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she left and returned with her retinue to her own country. So he blessed her. He was so generous with her. And this is what we experience when you volunteer, you give your best, you give your time, your talents, your finances, and you bless other people with that. My mom told me yesterday, she told me a story about someone she heard from someone that was here for the very first time. You know what this person um, has been touched most of the whole church service experience? You know what? The one 
at the parking lot showing him the way. So everyone matters. And what you do is such a sign of generosity and I really thank you so much for all you give in. I myself, as you have heard in former messages, in this atmosphere, in this church atmosphere, I realized that I had a mindset of poverty could get rid of it and realize now how, how destructive it was and how, what the blessing it is to be generous, to have a mindset of generosity. I am blessed because I am surrounded with a church family that helps me in whatever way God speaks differently when we are all together than when we are alone. And by closing, I would like to show you a video from a man. His, his name is Gary Keller. He will speak in Swiss German. It's, it's a real Swiss guy. And whoever knows him know that she was, he was the founder of the Stiftung Schleife. And he is really a spiritual father and a spiritual leader in whole Switzerland. So his words really matters. And here they are. We are here, we are Leiterschaft. Ich bin einfach tief angerührt von dieser Bestimmung, die Gott auf eure Bewegung geleitet hat. Ich hatte es vorher, dass ich die Anfänge näher dürfen miterleben und aus Distanz dann immer mehr und mehr die Eigendynamik, die durch den Heiligen Geist sich da entwickelt hat in dieser Bewegung hinein. Und ich freue mich einfach aus tiefstem Herz, was Gott tut. Vor allem auch die Öffnung zum Lieb Jesu hin, wo in der ICF jetzt gross geschrieben wird, ist für mich eines von den ganz grossen Geschenken. Ich möchte einfach euch noch mal sagen, bleibt auch in dieser DNA hinein, die euch vorgelebt worden ist durch eure Hauptleiter. Bleibt in dieser Freundschaft. Es gibt im Reich Gottes nur ein Erkennungszeichen für wirkliche Leiterschaft. Und das ist das, wenn Leiter unter sich Freundschaft pflegen. Man kann das nicht mit jedem Leiter gleich haben, aber das Erkennungszeichen von einer wahren Leiterschaft ist, wenn wir uns ausstrecken und formen lassen und verändern lassen, dass wir nicht zu, zu Kollegen werden, sondern zu wirklichen Freunden. Und es muss eine verschworene Bande sein. Und ich muss euch sagen, es, es wartet jetzt noch viel, 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 viel größere Herausforderungen auf uns als bis jetzt. Bis jetzt ist es einfach darum gegangen, ICF zu gründen, überall auf der Welt, auf allen Kontinenten. Aber es ist eine Welt, die darauf wartet, auf Veränderung, dass da Menschen die Schuhe in die Türen einheben und das Unheil aufhalten, wo, wo einfach durchdrücken und auf die Menschheit eindringen und sie kaputt machen. Und ihr habt als ICF durch das, dass ihr so eine DNA habt, habt ihr einen Auftrag an dieser Welt, unter dieser Schöpfung. Und ich möchte euch noch einmal sagen, es gilt, dass die Hauptsache die Hauptsache ist. Man kann sich nicht mehr in Nebensächlichkeiten nie verstricken. 
Jesus hat gesagt zu den Jüngern, die wollen anfangen zu jetten, in ihrem Gärtchen hat er gesagt, lönt das Unkraut wachsen bis zur Ernte. Und dann werde ich meine Engel ausschicken und die werden das Unkraut zusammensammeln. Jetzt geht es darum, dass die Hauptsache die Hauptsache ist und dass ihr miteinander jetzt euch auch eins macht, dass Reich Gottes vorangeht in die Gesellschaft, die heute so auf den Hund gekommen ist damit die Gesellschaft noch mal etwas schmeckt von der Liebe vom Vater und von dem Erbarmen auch über die Völker. So wie der alte Blumarten auf dem Sterbebett, als sie das letzte Wort gesagt hat, Vater, tu deine Hand auf zum Erbarmen über die Völker. Und ich sage neu als ICF-Leiterschaft noch mal mit dem Erbarmen über die Völker. Im Namen Jesu. Amen. Very touching word from a spiritual father that believed in us as an ICF when we first started as a wild, young, crazy gang. And uh, he believed, he opened his mouth and in the church, in the church area, you know, wherever church was and we were so different and he believed in us. And now his words sound in my ears on and on and on and in closing I would like to read us a Bible verse from John 13 verse 35 where it says if you love one another everyone will know you are my disciples and this is what it's all about everyone brings in the part and the love that we have for each other will show the world that there is a living God and that's why we do what we do this is the first thing that I really would like to pray that we have friendships friendships are getting deeper in our in our rows and in in our small groups and in our church family and the second uh, thought is that Now I explained you how we think that church is with these six values, with these six um, specific characteristics. But maybe you have experienced church in a bad way. Maybe you have experienced church in a hurtful way um, and you are here and your heart is hurt. Maybe the words I expressed and, and preached hurt you, make you angry because You experience church differently, but then I invite you from the bottom of my heart, take out this anger, take out this, this hurt that you carry in, in whatever stomach or mind or whatever part of the body you have it. Bring it out today and give it to Jesus because He can change it. He can change it because He is the one who enables us to experience church and, and lift church the way He meant it to be. We stick together and we want to put in everything to make the church beautiful. And if you experienced it differently, I, I say in their name or in our own name, I am so sorry. Please forgive us, but take this forgiveness and give the anger and the hurt to Jesus and let Him put His healing oil into your body so you can be freed and you can go home changed and experience maybe church in a in a different way maybe for you for the very first time so I pray for these two things that the love and friendship among us increase and that hurt feelings from church we can get rid of
And Lord Jesus, I thank you so much that you helped us as an ICF family church up until today. You were here, you were present, you were helping, you were, you were forming, you were shaping our church and you still will. And now I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you give us the ability to share love, to, to, to build friendships that are strong, that are deep, so that we can show the world that we are truly disciples and attract the world like Sheba was attracted from Solomon, how, she, how he reigned, how, how he was, how he had his life. Lord Jesus, this is the prayer from the bottom of our hearts that the way we are attracts people from the world and they find hope, they find you, Jesus, in the midst of us. And Lord Jesus, I also pray for all those who sit here right now and got angry about my words because they stir up something, because they experience church not in the way it was supposed to. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you go through the rows and touch each and every one. And each and every one who hands you out these hurt feelings or this bad experience, this pain, whatever it is. Thank you so much that you take it and you change it. That you take it and you heal it right now. I ask you for your healing power and I say sorry Lord Jesus that we displayed the church in a wrong way here and there. Come and make out of this minus a plus 